On this week's show, I have a special co-host, Karina from Confessions of a Talking Freed podcast, and we will be talking to our special musical guest today, James Branton from Ashes to Omens Band. Welcome to the Sunday Night Army. I am your host, Jacob, and today is a show that I have my first co-host ever. So we made it 40-some episodes, and yes, I needed a co-host today because uh, she is amazing. She's also a music lover, and joining me for our later on interview today is also a podcaster, Karina Freitas. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? It's so nice uh, to be on this. (laughs) Well, yeah, we we finally got together because both of our internet connections are terrible. Absolutely. But we made it. (laughs) We made it. We made it. (laughs) So the good thing is, as my audience can tell, you're not from where I'm from. Absolutely not. Yeah, where are you from? I'm from the UK. I'm from London. Nice. (laughs) Which I absolutely love. And yeah, I just think it's a great city. I mean, don't get me wrong, Canada is great as well. But, you know, I, I love being from the UK. I don't know why. It's just a thing with us British people. <laughs> you have good music coming out of there. That's for sure. That's, that's why I pay attention. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like, where, where, where music lies, it's very, it's very open. And we have such incredible artists. Obviously, the Beatles come from Liverpool. Stella Black as well. Um, Queen, of course, and magic. Who never heard of Leg- them? Queen, <laughs> a massive legendary as as they as they are. Um, so yeah, we have some incredible artists, and even upcoming artists like small artists as well. It's so nice to see in like little local towns um, scattered, which is just fantastic to go see. So yeah, absolutely love it. <laughs> no, it's awesome because you you and I were talking before the show, and uh, it, it's funny because we start talking about. Uh, uh, music and artists and up and coming and I mentioned yeah. one of my favorite UK bands currently on the come up in the contracts you're like I know that I'm like oh my god because the yes, commu- community is so crazy. good <laughs> things spread yeah. when it's good it's great absolutely and they're so sick I have heard of them and I haven't seen them personally or I haven't like um you know experienced their music as much but I have heard of them I've seen glimpses and they're just so great mm-hmm. I'm one of these people where like because I'm a you know, freelance vocalist into soul, funk, blues, that sort of genre. I don't really, I don't know, I don't really take advantage of the other genres within the music industry, but I have guilty pleasures and that's where I lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right because our, our interview later on today is uh, rock and, and heavy metal and it's, it's, it's my hidden, hidden musical genre that I really appreciate. Very hidden. Yeah, <laughs> but, it actually is. <laughs> But it's good because we can branch out and do something like that. But before we get to all that cool music stuff and conversation, tell me about your podcast because the name itself, the name itself, <laughs> Conf- Confessions of a Talking Freak, you have to explain it now. Of course. So <laughs> the reason why I called it Confessions of a Talking Freak is because I consider myself as a freak. And I don't know why. I just, I do because I want to reach out to those people out there that at one point in your life, you didn't feel like you fit in or you still don't or you feel a little bit odd in this society and, they, and then people have just looked at you weirdly 
And I was in that little boat and I thought to myself, I need to create a podcast that reflects those views that we talk about all sorts really from like current affairs, uh, careers, uh, why I ate for lunch, literally the whole lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like little mini rants and, and stuff that is so relatable to people and that can help people out. Because I'm sure if I had that sort of role model when I was growing up, I guess... I don't know. Maybe I would have been a different person, but then I'm kind of glad that I'm not. You know what I mean? Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's just reaching out to those and, and just loving your, that, you know, loving yourselves and everything like that. You know, there's three things that I believe in and that is uh, spreading love. Absolutely. Because without the love, where are we? I think that's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, staying positive as you can, because we need to, especially with this whole pandemic situation. <laughs> yes. For sure. We don't want to mention it, but it's very true. We have to be positive. And I think there is always a great outcome in the end. And my last point is always keeping with your vibe. You know, some always like people always grasp to your vibe when they meet you. That's the first thing they're going to kind of react to you. And yeah, just keeping true to yourself, really. So that's what my podcast is all about. And just, yeah, having a laugh with me. <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes have you done so far? And what was your, um, as, of, as of right now, most memorable one and why? So um, it is my, I've got eight episodes out mm-hmm. already. I've, um, and I think the most memorable one, to be honest with you, was having a fantastic um, conversation with Crystal DeCanter. And she is actually from Channel 4's um, Drag SOS. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Channel 4 or any of or any not of on, not on this side of the pond no no <laughs> <laughs> but basically channel four for us like for us brits is very much all your like entertainment sort of vibey tv okay. um and it it brings out so many like um what should i say loads of scenarios and loads of like documentaries and they did like this massive show called drag sos now i don't know if you guys are very familiar to rupaul's drag race yes with the whole canada's drag race that yep. you know <laughs> mm-hmm. that just it recently happens. launched yep. <laughs> but it's kind of it's not necessarily a drag show in a sense of you know you compete and then you win something it's necessary it's more necessary of it was a drag program or documentary that they wanted to kind of inspire people in local villages or local towns and kind of turn that persona and, you know, bring, bring out the good in you. And they, and they kind of dress you up into drag and then you kind of do a massive show in the end, which is just incredible. And it has, it has changed so many people's lives. So it was just so nice to speak to Crystal DeCanter and just talk about, you know, um, her drag journey and you know what actually happened to her and and things like that and it was just so lovely and she's such an incredible person I love her so much like we still keep in contact which is amazing and I yeah I absolutely love her so I think that's the most memorable one for me I think that's awesome and that's I think uh, one of the main benefits out of uh, doing what we do is uh, getting and building on these types of shows in a relationship and getting and making sure we get something out of it and everybody else uh, listeners get something out of it like that too absolutely so, absolutely yeah. I think Crystal is one of these people where she she can really like reach out to to everyone whether you're queer or not queer you know what I mean like it, mm-hmm. it's a very it's a very large scale and you know 
I'm not queer myself, but I absolutely love this, you know, I love this bubble and I, I love to be welcome into it, which I feel like I have with Crystal. And yeah, it was just so nurturing. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. That's awesome. So let's get into some music because um, uh, music is kind of what we're here today. And we have, our, we have our music preferences. We, we talked trash about our music preferences before we started recording uh, yes. <laughs> today. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're into a whole bunch of different music. And uh, we're going to focus on some uh, heavy rock uh, here today because uh, we have an interview coming up uh, right now. Karina and I would like to welcome to the Sunday Night Army uh, and continue our music series with a special guest, the front man of ashes to omens been out of athens georgia james branton here with us today how are you james i'm doing fantastic thanks so much for having me guys oh well thanks for coming oh, on the show no. and uh, sharing your music absolutely it's so incredible i absolutely love it love i'm a fan i'm a fan <laughs> <laughs> now be before we get to the track that i really want to talk about uh i want to get to know well, karina and i would like to get to know uh the band a little bit more uh so if you can tell us how you guys got started how did this all come about um to where you are now sure um so i i think um it, it, it boils down to, you know, initially the original five of us, um, we were all, you know, pretty dis dissatisfied with the bands and the music that we had, uh, you know, spent the previous, you know, chunk of our lives in. And um, I'd been in two bands previously and um, I, I took a kind of a sabbatical from music and it got the, you know, desire to start writing again. And I, yeah, I told some colleagues, I was like, I'm gonna start playing music again you know, anybody that might be interested. And um, a really close friend put me in touch with uh, lead guitarist, David Gaines. And David and I hit it, hit it right off musically. And um, I, I brought, you know, to him an idea of the direction that I really wanted the band to go and tossed a few ideas his way, you know, and explained kind of the music that I was wanting to create. And he was, you know, really excited about it. And uh, we, you know, got, got in touch with a drummer uh, that we found locally and fortunately he he actually had a uh, his cousin uh, was a bass player and so oh, the wow. four of us kind of kind of came together and 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 it just kind of clicked and uh, about six months later we added a a second guitarist a rhythm guitarist and uh, from there we just really just I, I don't want to I feel like everybody you know kind of looks looked to me and the band to kind of execute the vision that we were going for because I'd started the band so and then now it's more of a, a group thing and so uh, we really just all pushed together and and really tried to get a, a a little EP together and get it out there we released a single very quickly after we got together and um, I won't say two months after we got together we released a single and we shot a music video and then I was also diagnosed with cancer mm -hmm. and so I had to I had to go through that battle while creating music. And fortunately it, you know, kind of put me in a middle place where it made me want to write more. It made me wanting to, made me wanting to connect more with people. And uh, so we went through that battle together, you know, uh, I got over, got over and, and beat the cancer part. We finished up our EP and then we started, you know, writing the second album, which is what we've been working on for the, for about the past year and a half, um, you know, almost two years here. So, released a few singles and a few videos off of it and did some, uh, did some minor touring with some pretty big bands, uh, shared the stage with some amazing musicians and some very famous musicians. 
And uh, so the past three years have really been, really been a blessing for us. You know, we've met the right people at the right times. And fortunately, everybody's enjoyed what they've heard. Now, I wanted to ask you about uh, musically, um, your influences. But with besides, congratulations on winning the battle with cancer. That's, that's, uh, Absolutely, that's congratulations. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. That, that's good. We're glad you're uh, healthy. Now, what is the mass- message in your music uh, that you try to conv- convey? Does it come from life experiences like that? Or do you pull from other uh, life sources? Um, you know, I definitely think, um, I definitely think a lot of the music that we write, you know, of course, you can write a song and intend the message to be one thing. Mm-hmm. And then people receive it, you know, in various ways. And I, I think that's the power of music and, and, and how it can connect with people. And you know, a lot of our music, you know, it starts with, you know, either me having a having a feeling or a mood about a specific thing that happened in my life or something currently going on and I'll write something or uh you know David will, will bring something to me because something's been going on in his life um but I, I really feel like a lot of our music comes from overcoming adversities in our life it, it comes from the dark spots that you've been in in your life and you find a way to put that message you know together musically and Sometimes it, it comes out great and sometimes it comes out a mess and, and you have to say, you know, we need maybe let's, let's relax on this one for a little while and come back to it later and maybe find a place that, that it makes sense. Absolutely. And, uh, I, yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree with you, James. I think I, what I love about music um, and I can really connect you in that level is that music is, that, that's the beauty of it, right? It's, it's one of those things where you express yourself in a certain way. It can then, you know, you bring it out to the world and then it hits you in a different way to so many other people. And then, as you say, you might write it for a specific reason and then David might come to you with another way because he's been feeling like that in his life. But it's, it's, just, it's just magical. It's something that can come within you and the way it touches other people is just incredible. And I think, yeah, that's, that's what the message is at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and ultimately at the end of the day, you know, we, if we just connect with, with one person, you know, with, with a song that we write, you know, we can go play a show in front of 5,000 people and, and 4,999 of them, you know, may not take anything home. But if, if one person takes home, you know, some sort of connect, you know, I feel like we've done our job. You know, of course, we want yeah. all 5,000 to take that home, right? But at, at the of end course, of the day, yeah. you know, we, we want you, when people listen to our music, we want people to be able to resonate with it in their own life and carry it with them. Absolutely. No, for sure. Now, looking at some of your past music, and uh, I really like the Conflict Within video. That was cool. Thank you. Uh, let the devil loose the the lyric video really like that from so uh, cool yeah with <laughs> with the people you know the, the people the glass and everything else that was a cool lyric video uh that was a lot of fun to watch um but what can you tell me about your newest track uh war cry um so war cry started um about a year and a half ago um we the guys are getting together for rehearsal and uh David, uh, at that time, he, he had, he had got to my, we, we normally have a rehearsal at my home, at my home. And, um, he got to my, my house a little early and he said, Hey man, I've, I've been working on this, 
this idea for a riff. And uh, he says, I've been going through, you know, a lot of things lately and it's got me in this mood to write, you know, a certain way. And he played it for me. And if I remember right, um, initially he, he just played it, you know, on an acoustic guitar to me and immediately uh, yeah, he had wrote the, the basically the intro and the, and the verse to it. And immediately I was just completely enthralled with what he had, had written. And I said, man, have you worked on any lyrics for this? And uh, he says, yeah, I've, I've jotted a couple of sentences down, take a look at them. And me and him sat there and we worked out this song probably in about 30 minutes. We, we, we knew the feeling because I'm, you know, I'm recovering you know, from you know, manic anxiety and depression and, uh, and PTSD. So I, I really connected to the message that he was trying to deliver in this music and these words that he had started. And I read them back to him and he's like, Oh, this is, this is great. And we sat there and then the, the very next rehearsal we had, we, we brought it to the rest of the guys and said, this is what we've got. And immediately everybody just kind of fell in love with it. I think, and I think what's, important about this song is is all five members of the band relate to this song on such a personal level that's that's wow. why the passion was was really there for it is they really felt like this is something that not only they could get behind but this is something that they want other people to get behind and be able to overcome that's so beautiful i love that so much and I completely agree. Like I listened to it not so long ago and I, I just think it's so raw. It's so true. It's just, it's everything you want to hear. And like, I know as cliche or as weird as that sounds, it's just everything you want to hear in a song. It gives you that suspense. It gives you that feel that drive i don't know it just gives you so much stuff and I, I i love it absolutely it makes, love it, it, makes it. it personal i think you're right it makes, yeah. makes it very personal now what what i really get out of this what really drives me is well you, james what you just mentioned is your process of of putting it together of what it took to actually put this song together but you know coming together writing it down because i think that's when as, as we're both writers, uh, Karina yeah. and I also, uh, it, yeah. it, it, you put a lot of yourself in that. And as artists, you put a lot of yourselves as a band into that uh, song and you can feel it. Now I'm looking forward to the lyric video uh, for this track that comes out on October 16th. And yes, it will be shared on all the social platforms at Sunday Night Army. Cheap Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, no problem. And what we want to do right now at this point is we're going to play this track. So, here is War Cry by Ashes to Omens, right here on the Sunday Night Army.
There you go. That was War Cry, Ashes to Omens. Uh, that's an amazing track. James is still with us here with uh, Karina and I. We're still talking music. Now, you mentioned you're working on your album, uh, James. What, what's the plan for that? So currently we have, um, we have around five tracks um, that's already ready to go for the album. We've released several, which you already mentioned, The Conflict Within, Let the Devil Loose, and then this one. Uh, we also did a cover song uh, of Another Brick in the Wall, which recently just crossed 100,000 streams on Spotify. Um, I, love so we, I love it. I'm a massive fan. I'm a massive fan yeah. of Pink Floyd. I love it. <laughs> we, we, we're a huge fan of Pink Floyd, too. And, um, you know, it's, uh, we, we were scared to do that song. And we, I feel we, you. Yeah. <laughs> we just decided to just, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do it. And if it gets received well, hopefully, you know, and unfortunately it has, you know, people, when they come to our shows, they absolutely, you know, love hearing that, hearing that track. So, uh, so we've released those songs and we're currently working on um, three more to get finished. And then what we're doing uh, is we're taking uh, a, a, a guy that has been doing a lot of our engineering um, named Justin Davis. He's with uh, All American Music in Seattle. And uh, he's been a great help for us. And he, he got a hold of our, our kind of our demo that we released several years ago. And so he's been working on taking several of those songs from the first album and bringing them up to kind of bringing them up to snuff basically hmm. uh, to get on this new album. So we're going to do official releases on a couple of tracks from, from that first demo and then some new tracks that people haven't heard yet. So we're looking to release around a 10 to 12 track, you know, full length album, uh, hopefully uh, by the end of first quarter of next year. That sounds amazing. I like remastered oh, music. Wow. That's, that's a great, um, can bring it to a new audience. I love that. Now, Ashes to Omens. If uh, all of our audiences would like to find you guys, find your band, and you know, keep following you guys, where can they find you on social media? Sure. So you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, uh, anywhere you consume music in any way. Spotify, Deezer, Tidal, iTunes, Amazon. We are on all platforms. And if you find a platform that we're not on, uh, call them and demand it. Uh, we've been on a lot of FM radio stations that picked up Warcry. So if you're if you're Perfect. you know into FM and you don't hear it, give them a call. Say hey, you're playing. You know, radio stations are playing these guys here and here and here. I want to hear it on your station, and they'll make it happen. Love it, love it. Ashes to okay. omens. Yeah, now you're now you're on the podcast too. So ashes to omens. <laughs> Uh, James, thank you for bringing uh, your music to us. We appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, it's been amazing. Thank you so much, James. Thank you. <laughs> so I would like to thank Karina Freitas for jumping on the show and hanging out, being a co-host, having a good time. Uh, check her out everywhere on her social media. Check out her Instagram and check out her podcast, Confessions of a Talking Freak. Obviously, check me out. I'll tag everybody everywhere uh, at the Sunday Night Army uh, on all social media, all podcast streaming platforms, and find Ashes to Omens. Also tagged in our social media and find them everywhere uh, on social media as Ashes to Omens. So check them out. Good music. Talk to you guys soon.